now I, I just wish we had someone to just press record because then you just flow into it. Like, I thought we were. I sure. <laughs> yeah. thought we were live. I should have. I should have really recorded all my jokes. For now really. <laughs> Kim's like, we're live now. I swear I'm funny. I swear I'm funny, you guys. <laughs> I had a list. <laughs> I had a list. I thought we were cool. I thought we were Damn it. I got to go back to the notebook. We were just talking and our friends. <laughs> Those were all my jokes I've prepared. Well, are we dying on one? <laughs> I do have things to do. No, all right. All right. All right. Let's all right. Do it. Well, Cam's on the podcast, you guys. As you can tell. Cam. There's his intro. Once you're a second time guest, you third, just. This is uh, third. Third time guest. Yeah. You just. My don't. partner doesn't even know. Yeah, because we been had you. Uh, no, four. What? I've had you four. No, no I, I haven't been on four times, no. have I? Because we had you in the kitchen. Kitchen. You were OG. Yeah. And then did we have you in the crow's other nest? room? Did we have did you, you in the crow's, nest, crow's nest? I don't think so, but where was my second podcast? I don't At remember. my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, At the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah, kitchen <laughs> right table. I don't think after I did you the beat trying the country quota for Doha. That was right after that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That was. I tough. set that up, and I was like, hmm, probably shouldn't have done had that. Had we already had set that up before the... Before the country quota? Maybe, because I think I think you guys had just gotten back from Doha, so you were also kind oh. of mad. So everyone was <laughs> when we mad. Took oh, everyone like, was so salty. <laughs> yeah. totally. You were mad because you, like, you lost in the country quota, then you were mad because then you guys lost in the qualifier, and yeah. then I was just sitting there. We, like, <laughs> we lost in an even worse spot. Like you, you make it through the country quota, and then you lose in the qualifier, so you lose points. Right. Yeah. And uh, you lose were money because you, you traveled there. Yeah. It's like, well, you win. That's what, gosh, who we were just talking about that. Um, maybe with you, we we had someone on the podcast, but talking about how the best win in in Sochi when I beat you and Theo actually ended right. up backfiring yep. so terribly, right? Because then we lost, and I then I got a twenty pointer. It was the worst <laughs> points uh, match of his career. Yeah, yeah. I remember talking to you about that, <laughs> but like. In fairness, developmentally, it was probably the best yeah. weekend of your yeah. career, right? A high like number you one almost beat to Argentina. Yeah, Travis they were playing just, well. Travis yeah. just to get snuck in. that in. No, first no we would have played. They, they got uh, in too, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They beat Germany, like Yannick Harms, and yeah, he was playing. With. He made it a point to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, right at the beginning of the podcast. First of all, we use all my jokes. <laughs> we use all your jokes. Then, jokes then, around. Then, then, remember Sochi? Remember that? That was sick. How good did I play? <laughs> I was like, we could not stop you. Adam Roberts is just like chiseling the line, chiseling the line, chiseling the line. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> that was a tough that was a that, low point. Those are definitely. Two of my lowest points. You're talking about Doha? <laughs> wow. Good job. Good job. You guys. Good job. All Welcome right. Well, thanks for coming show. on the show. <laughs> yeah. Boosting our egos a little. Yeah. And, uh, Perfect. Let's, I hope you got all those out of your system. Those were literally like me and Theo's two, one, two of our worst, our worst uh, tournaments, probably. Yeah. Which is, which is fine. We got it out of the way early. That's huge. Yeah. Oh. But I think, I honestly think that that speaks to that you can't, like, no matter what the system is, that the best teams eventually come, end up coming to the top. Like Kristen and Taryn, everyone's like, oh, they got to split up, got to split up. Yeah. Give it enough time, and here they are. Like they're the number mm-hmm. two team. Like you guys started in country quotas. Like last time we had you on, you literally had zero points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, it takes time sometimes, obviously, especially with with new teams, and obviously the tour adjusting and uh, different play styles, and everything's everything's kind of speeding up and getting crazy out there right now. But I think, yeah, at the end of the day, if you're building with your partner and um, working and figuring it out, I think, yeah, the best. The best teams will get there, yeah. but like I think the interesting thing is like creating a, the best team is 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 more difficult than you think because it's so much about chemistry, so much about working together. Um, I've just I was thinking about that yesterday because just looking at like Karambula and Rangiri for for example, it's like yeah. Rangiri was not on the radar for for super long because he didn't to me he just didn't have chemistry with any of his partners. He still like would would like be making plays that that you'd be super impressed with, but like the consistency and the steadiness that he has now was not there. Yeah, but like if you find that <clears throat> right guy that you can mesh with, even though like. Maybe they don't get along in certain ways, but clearly the way those two play volleyball together and the way they did in the last Olympics before, um, it just makes sense. Even if you're like, even if maybe those two to fight a little bit, it's like, yeah. it's that, that part of it is pretty fascinating to me. And you'll see like other teams team up that are, that should be amazing on paper, but they're not. It's like, yeah. And then you can't figure it out. You're like, why haven't you done yeah. it yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's like any sport, right? Like at all these super teams, people are putting yeah. together. Yeah, like the Mavericks, they get Kyrie. Like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And they're like 6 and 15 since Kyrie joined wow. Dallas. 
they're yeah. LeBron they're James, fighting. Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. And they're not like yeah. they're an average team. Like what? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. All of them. Nets, everyone. Yeah. Crazy. Anytime you think like they're never gonna lose. That's like what you think. That's when they end up being like, it doesn't work. They're just terrible. Right. That didn't work. We thought they were never going to lose, but they're losing. And then you get the random team that got put together at one point, you know, years ago. That's just the best chemistry team arguably ever. And they're just, the ownership's just, let's just keep these guys together. And yeah. they just keep running it back with the Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. And those guys weren't actually like pulled together as a, as a superstar team. None of them were superstars. Yeah. They were just because Steph was at best an average guard. It was like a what top 20 pick, or was he top 10? I think probably top 20. Yeah, because he was a great college player, but he played for Liberty. No, he played for uh, Davidson. Davidson, yeah, Liberty. Yeah, but it's small school. Yeah, exactly. Well, he just had that one, uh, what sweet 16 run, elite eight run with Davidson. Yeah, I was just like, who is this? small guy that looks like he's drowning in his clothes <laughs> just lighting people up yeah yeah i feel like Crazy. that's the warriors are the equivalent of adrian and alex where they didn't intend to like adrian wasn't even getting recruited by the italian federation he had to like muscle his way in there and they just sort of ended up together oh yeah <laughs> they right. were so good totally and they split up immediately you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah they were really good immediately like just boom i remember yeah. they won that gosh that bronze medal they beat Numidor and Varenhorst somewhere. Yeah. Might it have been like Porich. right away. It was, it was like Porich. their second tournament. Yeah. yeah. Porac in Croatia. Came out of the quali. You loved that spot. That was one of your favorite <sighs> tournaments, wasn't it? Yeah. That was, it was so nice. Dude, yeah. like on the, what, Mediterranean, one of those seas. And it's yeah. just like crystal clear water, warm. Yeah. Like you feel like, yeah, I mean, you're on the- Walk out of your hotel room, it's just you see water grass and, and beautiful courts and, and like grass. Yeah. Oh, man. And, an old town to walk through with the cobblestone right there. It was like yep. epic. Yeah. And then you take a ferry. Wild. We took a ferry across to Venice, Italy. Oh, sick. Like this I didn't realize it was that close. Not bad. It was like an hour and a half ferry or something. Okay. Haydn's throwing up or something. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the front. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Anyway, good times. Have you guys played on the world tour for almost the same exact amount of time? He's been longer, I think. We Quite were talking about it a little bit. I was I was kind of out there a little bit in like 2010, 11, 12, like just like playing a few events. Yeah. And then 13 is when Ben and I teamed up and started going full on. But that's when you started too. Yeah. Thir- so, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. I swear I it was that year. Then. That was when you and Hayden broke out, right? I think 13, I believe 13, I went full-time AVP with Hayden and then he and Lucena were went out there for a second oh, yeah <laughs> we played them at world because i had zero points that's right i couldn't even yeah get out there with hayden hayden didn't have points either okay so they went out and then i played at the very end of the year i played with Derek olson in the uh open in durban south africa that was my first fivb got a fifth Whew. okay and then the next season me and hayden went for that's it. when you go yeah. win one berlin and yeah, that was funny when uh, when Nick and Johnny were playing together. Yeah, we had them in our pool joke. at that at that. It was Sturge Blanke, oh, yeah. I think, and uh, we were like were playing they split them. Blocking? Yeah, they were split blocking. <laughs> we were like we played them. We played them, and we had won. We had I think we might have both won one game, and uh, we beat them like twenty one nine in the first set, and then <laughs> we're like up in the second, and somehow those the, the veterans just like started chipping away at us, snuck the second set, and then they beat us in the third, and we, we lost the game. We were just oh, like, shocked. Did. We're like, oh man, like this is good. Yeah, you got we Theo'd go, before he even brought yeah, the theory. Pretty much the Theo theory. <laughs> we got a little, yeah, got a little. It was tough, um, but we ended up getting out of pool, and they didn't get out of pool because of the twenty one nine that we beat oh. them. So we both had one oh, win, man. or something, and then we got out. And okay, that was like our breakout tournament uh, for Ben. <laughs> for Ben and I, it was like that was when we went. Like that was the first time we got better than a seventeenth ever, and we went to we got to fifth, um, but. Uh, we almost didn't. We literally like we're out. We were out. Yeah. And then, uh, thank goodness they had the point ratio thing, which yeah. they still have. It's, it's like every FIVB, you're like, we need to make sure we don't get blown yeah. out in any sets. I know that third set when we were, we started down big against Germany, thanks to me, came and we were like, hey, uh, we need the points. Like, oh shit! Okay, here we go. Snap back in, and then it didn't work. But well, that's what I was wondering when I was watching Trevin Theo get mopped up by adrian and alex mm. in their first match you could tell that at like 16 12 in the second there was kind of a give up 
because then they lost 21 12. Oh, I was wow, like, right. I don't know that could mess if you they're up. thinking yeah, about the points thing. Right. Yeah. Then they ended up losing yeah, on I points. A, I got a thinker now. <laughs> I hired a thinker. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, come on, every point matters, bro. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, I mean, it is a valuable thing to bring you back, even when you're getting, like, if you are getting clobbered, like, this yeah. point could be a yeah, difference yeah. maker. Yeah. Oh, it helps keep you focused. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just get in there for one. Yeah. Do one one good side out, one good play. Mm-hmm. Plus, that's like, whatever that helps build anything. Even if you're getting yeah. blown out, like f- build a little confidence for the next set going in or whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, how was it being on the court together the first time? I, I mean, shit, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. It was uh, obviously our first two events, but um, you could see that there's like a tease, but there's like a bunch of there was periods of time where I felt like, you know, we're doing things that we've been working on, what we wanted, what we want to do and taking the path that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously a little bit inconsistent. The first tournament, um, wasn't great. I struggled personally, like side out wise. I was probably a little too amped up. Um, not quite as prepared as I could have been as well, but <laughs> you didn't know the, it, the uh, random French had a 45 inch bird <laughs> yeah, in sand. Did not realize that guy oh, was, um, really like monster. ridiculous blocker. Like he, that guy is going to be, he jumps higher than Dan. Oh, for sure. He's like mole up there, dude. Like, yeah. I watched the video and he's, he has his chest like, over the net. Yeah. But anyways, I didn't like legit touching nipples to the top of the table. Yeah. Started that game down like six, nothing or something. And I was like getting blocked and I was like, this guy's not that, he's shorter than me. Mm-hmm. He's not. You're like, and, I'll uh, just hit high hands. Never, uh, <laughs> hit his wrist. Never really adjusted too well after that. I was like, I, I swear I, I can get this, but then it was good. It was good learning lessons. And then I thought the second tournament, we competed super hard. Um, we're in every single match, won yeah. a crazy qualifier, um, which there's obviously just like incredible teams everywhere. Um, those Austrian teams are both really good. And then we, I felt like we, we could have a couple little things yeah. swung our way. We could have won any of those three matches. Yeah. If you win any of them, you could get out of pool and we're in every game. So it's, and then you see every team that was in our pool go like the distance. You got a, so we got so a gold like, and a bronze in your yeah, pool. And, and I think, and then uh, Paris Schweiner got a fifth. They like lost to Norway in three to go to yeah. semis. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. Pool. Like what's crazy is how many good teams there are. It's yeah. like, you need to be just you like. You don't look at any bad pool. They don't like, oh, there's a bad pool. No. Unless they get maybe the like. The host wild, Mexico. The host that's draw, it. yeah. It's like, that's your one pool that you have a chance. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, that's a layup. Totally. No, no they're good. Like, you know, Bergen's been around forever. <laughs> for so long. Yeah. Been you never know what journeyman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I felt like the second tournament was a little more of me having little lapses. So first one, he kind of fell out of his rhythm. Second one, I fell out of mine at times. And we're both, like, not okay with that happening f- for ourselves, you know? Yeah. It's, it's okay if our partner does that, but it's not okay if we do it kind of thing. So now we're just hoping that I snap it back together and then he keeps it snapped together and we go from there, but there's a lot of communication and like little things like, where do you want it during this time? And, you know, he's getting used to my rhythm at the net and how I move, which is a lot different than Theo. Right. And, um, I mean, came moving behind me is it's totally different than Trevor moving behind me where right. I'm like, Oh damn it. And then came there. He's like, I'm here. I'm like, Oh jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Moving a little faster than grandpa crab. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just totally different styles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's exciting because the potential feels like it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like potential doesn't get you a good finish. Yeah. And that's where we're at. We're, we're really, where we're, we're at where we're at, yep. which is two pretty poor finishes. You know, obviously qualifying for an Elite 16 isn't, uh, is it, it's really difficult to do. Yeah. So we'll take a little victory there, but. That's just what we're we're trying to accomplish is like something really difficult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting. Uh, biggest thing now is just like staying healthy and getting through the grind of the whole season and like just sticking to our guns in terms of like the work we put in. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was going to say that you probably left Tepic with something of a sour taste in your mouth, even though mm-hmm. those are two good qualifier wins, especially the second one. And Pristow's and Seidel. 
They're are tough. Freaking good. Pristaus yeah. is so good. Dude, he's so physical. I knew that scoop on him at better. like 13s or 12, 13 yeah, or something. Huge. I was like, damn. I was like, really? Right in my lap right now? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, come Seriously. on, just set it all. Be clean. Just Dude, that was like, you just kind of felt it. You just like, we well, got to stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. It's going to turn. Yeah. So we're down like one or two the whole time. We were down one or two in the second set the whole time. Yeah. And then we made some, I don't even remember what happened, but we made some big plays right at the end of the second. And then if you can do that as a team, just kind of stick with it, stay yeah. in it stay in it eventually someone's gonna crack on the on the on the four guys because sometimes yeah. you feel like you're like i'm playing at a world playing at a world-class level like how are we not winning this mm-hmm. set and if you let that frustrate you that's when you can lose because the margin of error is so small now yeah but you kind of got to expect to be in those tight situations we're playing great so are they great like that's that's what we signed up for that's what this is all about yeah and then really getting confident in those moments and like being fine being in those tight situations because you just need that little edge to push you over and <clears throat> that'll turn four or five matches throughout the season which brings you from 20th in the world to 10th or right. 8th which is where we want to be top 8 um, so yeah it's I think we're we're kind of looking at it like trying to keep the highs and lows the same like look at them similar obviously we've only had lows so far but it's like back to work Every time, just back to work. Even if we go win an event, it's going to be huge for us, our careers, every, what we're trying to accomplish. But back to work. Yeah. Like so, we just kind of stay steady with that. Yeah. And even, I mean, your lows were higher in Tepic. Like you lost better. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So you played, which is hard. Checks really good. Right. Yeah. Went to three with Sweden. Went to three with Germany. And I thought you guys did a really good job responding, because like you, the second half of the first set was one of the worst stretches of side out I've seen you have in a while. Yeah, and then you sure. come back and win the second and you smashed him. Yeah. Like that, we were, that's a good we, response. We yeah, you're up twelve eight. Twelve. And then the, the second first. set I started down two zero with two like <laughs> yeah. jumbo, perfect. And then no, it that was the third out. set, right? Oh sorry, the third set, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I got my rhythm back. Yeah. And then third set, I had read it perfectly, saw him break, just a deep angle, goes a foot out. Like, yeah. what? All right, next. Oh, cutty, sharp cutties there in the net. Like, what? Really try? Like, <laughs> is, is this really how we're going to do it? And then we were kind of down two the whole yeah. set, right? Well, we were down, unfortunately, 6 2 instead of 5 3. But oh. we won't need to get into that. Yeah, see, I don't, I gotta, gotta, I don't ever know the score. But. Yeah, but yellow card, that's a good souvenir to come home with. It only matters if it's red. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the reds hurt, especially when the Seriously. prize money is terrible and yeah. they like fine you more than they'll pay you. Yeah. It's Wait, funny, you get fined uh, for a red card? Yeah, I got fined for Do a you? red card. What? Oh, really? I yeah. thought you Only just if uh, like kick a ball bucks. out of the stadium or something from a red card, I thought. No, I got... Really? I got fined. Oh. Wow, good to know. Yeah. It was <laughs> pretty funny. Take a out of your prize money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what, what prize money? You're like, you <laughs> owe us. Yeah. <laughs> your prize money was $500, and yeah. we're going to charge you $750. Or $750. After taxes, so. you are down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was funny. James, I was like doing it, talking to Jameson McKibben yesterday. Yeah, that's the uh, AVP Media Day, and he's like, because he saw the yellow card thing. He's like, how many yellow cards? Like, do you get yellow cards very often? And I was like, but I remember like when I was younger, I used to get yellow cards all the time. But then I realized that like in the last couple of years, people have just been watching me play with Theo, and I've just been like a, a robot. Yeah, just like not showing emotion and not trying to get too fired up or too whatever. Right. Which was like our style, which worked for us. Yeah, but. Uh, I'm I'm showing a little more flair now, and like mm. try brings a little more energy, so it's it's kind of fun to get in there a little bit. But yeah. that in that Sweden game, <laughs> I I should have been red carded a hundred percent. Like I talked to him for a full minute, and I, I, was, yeah, I was and you were yelling, I was yelling. It's like at this point, like why are you not giving us cards? Like we're right. we we're so angry. Like we know you're making the wrong decision, and we're yell or we're pretty mad. And then yeah. there was like that one small little Instagram clip, but it was like a long time of talking. Do you yeah. think that he knew? He made a mistake, yes. and that's why he well, was letting it. I know he did because he knows how upset we were. Yeah, if you could see when someone's that upset, and they're like, we were both right beside the ball as we saw it land out. Like, yeah, we were the, had the two best views of anyone in the whole stadium. <laughs> right, and uh, just obviously try and ran into the line and pushed the line after the fact. Right, but but I talked to the ref after the game, and he apologized, and and I told him to watch the video, 
And I, he actually let me explain the situation to him. He's like, here's, I was like, cause here's what, ha- here's what happened from our point of view. Right. And he gave, he gave me like the full few minutes to tell him everything. And then after he was like, I'm sorry, like, I didn't know that was what you were trying to say to me, but I'm like, cause he wouldn't well, listen. I'm like, that's the frustrating part is that like, I was talking to you when you're in the stand and you're just not listening. Yeah. It's like, if you would just listen to what I was saying, check the actual line. Cause the line was completely bowed out. Um, that's frustrating as a, as a player. Cause yeah. I think the ref should listen a little bit. Like we're actually trying to help. Majority of the time, we're not like flopping or soccer player doing soccer player moves. Like we right. we won't call our own touches. Like let's be honest. But we're not gonna like. I was gonna drop a name of someone who does that, but like we're not <laughs> gonna like touch it and then freak out and like throw a hissy fit when we know we touched it. Right. You're we're just like, no, damn it, you caught me. <laughs> huh? You're talking with Jake. <laughs> yeah, Jake was a pro at that. Jake. Oh, Jake, Jake so yeah. Jake was sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't, need, like, we don't need to go there. there. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to watch this on the video later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, I mean, he he would admit it. He loved it. Like, he was all part Oh, yeah. It's like, whatever. But I think you just, I mean, yeah. You don't sell, you don't flop and sell it, like, go out of your way. If yeah. they miss the call, you're not going to, so, like, I'm not going to call right. it. That's not my job. Well, do you, but you're not going to be, like, fully, like, oh, no, no, are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you watch the women's finals? No, did that happen? Third set, I think Kelly and Sarah were up maybe around nine six. Anna Patricia chops one uh, up, potentially over Kelly, potentially off of Kelly. Uh-huh. Kelly just starts walking back, and no call, no touch, and she just walks back to the service line. And Anna Patricia just like got this big Anna Patricia wide eyed oh, yeah. look at her, and Kelly was like, didn't touch it. Didn't oh, yeah. try to sell. That's it. Yeah. Didn't try to sell. Yeah, it. that's not my and, job. And then, and I was on the call with Simon, and Simon was like, "The burden is not on the player exactly. to call that." And right after the match, Anna Patricia and Duda like right up to Kelly, and we're asking her about it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. And I'll tell you that I touched it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was playing Krasilnikov in in Cancun. Yeah, he's like at the net, like hanging on the net. Born, born, and I'm like <laughs> walking back. <laughs> slowly and now i won't turn around and i'm going to get the ball and then i'm dusting the ball off he's trying to and i won't make eye contact with him <laughs> born you know you touched it I'm like, yeah i did but i'm not gonna Tree call him it's not your call it's but i'm not gonna sprint to the ref right, right. now and like freak right. out but yeah it's a know. tough part yes yeah, you see some refs it's just like they're so defensive and they're just like do not talk to me they like look forward and they like point at you and like card right away it's like dude that's not the right way to go about this yeah you need it you need it at least here yeah the initial like argument yeah like if this guy would have just listened oh you fell on the line okay let me go look if the lines moved yeah literally the person just went to the line after shook it put it back Snapped in place it. and boom it was, it was and i could hear you saying it because they have the they have mics now pointed uh, between the player and the ref. So when we're commentating, right. we're told to just be quiet and let the argument right. play out. And you were just like, the line's bowed out. Like, the line yeah. is bowed I, out. I should have just moved Kept it. saying it I louder heard it. and louder. <laughs> the line is bowed out. He's like, yeah. tweet. I'm like, the line. <laughs> just getting louder and louder. He's like, well, you won't listen to me. Why aren't you listening? I don't know why the linesman doesn't. Like, wouldn't you just go to the linesman and be like, oh, you were staring at it and this is your job? Yeah. Hey, what happened? And then they told you called it out immediately. The I'm, linesman called it out. Yeah, was, I'm convinced though that's like the the lines judges don't know what. Yeah, sometimes up and they down. freak like out. So, sometimes <laughs> I'll see a ball; it'll land middle of the court, and the guys like, yeah, right. Yeah. They're Hold just on. there. <laughs> They're just there for to make it look cool. Yeah, it's like Kristen and Taryn were cracking up because now that you know you have the challenge thing where they come down and look at the ball mark, and Taryn's like, every time we've challenged, the guy's shown a different mark. Then the actual mark, and she goes, "Can we challenge the mark that he just showed?" Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> challenge the challenge. <laughs> yeah. But that's there, sports. There was a few, or like some of the teams that were like, kept bringing it up off the court of like, man, these like, we're dedicated, we're full time, this is our job, but the refs are part time and like half assing it kind of thing, which I don't think it's on the refs necessarily. I I just think that's the they're probably mm-hmm. not getting paid enough. To actually like be el- super elite or as elite as they possibly can be, yeah. At least that's the vibe I got. I don't know what if that's even true, but you do hear a lot right now of like people yeah. being frustrated with the refing. 
with the last like year and a half with all the changes and then like the hand setting tournaments and then like when Stad like everybody just got called on like a yeah million I think it's hands. been it's really like, hard on why the is it so actually yeah. because of that like I would yeah, not it's hard for both right. hard on the refs hard on the players because there's just not a lot of consistency. yeah like the perfect set hand set where it's a little slower and you're gonna and they call it and you're like okay like I get we're not supposed to like lift nowadays but like the yeah. stereotypical just perfect beach volleyball set and that gets called and then there's yeah. like the flick spinner that's fine it's just like we're going to take a quick break from the show not just any break this is the Waiakea water break now Waiakea has been keeping us hydrated all year long not just with any ordinary water this is Hawaiian volcanic water and all those bottles you saw what's really cool is that they're made up of 100% post-consumer recycled ocean-bound plastic so what that means is that each bottle helps remove the equivalent of five bottles from ocean-bound beaches waterways and cities so they're not just keeping us hydrated they're helping out the environment too and try that's not the only cool thing they're doing that's right they're giving back to those in hawaii through the kokua initiative which supports the local food banks and the nonprofits out there another really cool thing is that they make coffee i'm a big coffee fan so i'm excited to drink this product and for every pound of coffee purchased waikia donates a book to a child through its literacy program so use promo code sandcast online at waikia.com to receive 20 percent off your order you can also pick some up at 7-Eleven. Live healthy, live sustainably, live ethically, live aloha at waiakea.com. Thank you guys, the listeners, for giving support to the sponsors, which then allows us to continue supporting us. It's a virtuous cycle. We love it. We love that you're listening. We love that the sponsors are on board, and we love that Wilson Volleyball has been with us since day one. Almost five years now, Wilson has been working with the boys, and we love those guys. We love the volleyballs they make, the ball carts they make. We love the apparel that they make. I saw Troy Field playing golf with the golf clubs that they make. We love Wilson. Love everything they got, love everything they put out there, and as do you. And to get a 20% discount of all Wilson materials, just the volleyball stuff, get use the discount code SANDCAST-20. All right, that's SANDCAST-20 to get 20% off all Wilson materials. I mean, I'd say that off-season's coming up, but there's really no off-season. But at this point in the year, you probably need to restock up on volleyballs. I know I have. I just put in an order for 15 more. It's about time for you to do the same. So use the discount code SANDCAST-20 to restock on all Wilson volleyballs, the best beach volleyball in the game. This podcast is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. And guess what? Try and I just signed on another year-long contract with Athletic Greens, keeping the partnership going because it is one of the best partnerships we could have for this podcast. If you guys aren't on Athletic Greens yet, if you're not taking those scoops of those green veggies, I cannot recommend it enough. I haven't been sick in two years because of Athletic Greens, and we bring it on the road. They have these awesome little travel packs that they bring. you can bring on the road with you. I bring them everywhere. I haven't missed a day in the last year and a half or so pretty much ever since me and try started working with them it's basically a multivitamin the best multivitamin on the block it's cheap it's less than three dollars a day which it might sound expensive but if you're investing in your health it's cheaper than your cold brew coffee habit it's cheaper than the lattes and it's way better for you all right, it's it's the the best all-in-one nutritional insurance you can get. I mean, Joe Rogan, he has it. Tim Ferriss is promoting it. Michael Gervais promoting it. Andrew Huberman's promoting it. All the big dogs are. We're just the little dogs here at Sandcasting. We're promoting it and we stand by it. Me and Try, we've been healthy all season long despite playing two huge schedules this year and Try's got another couple big ones coming up with Olympic qualifying and the best way we're fueling ourselves, Athletic Green. And you can fuel yourself the same way by using our code athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. All right, that's where you get our partner deal. You will get five free packs and a year's supply of their vitamin D. That is a year's supply of vitamin D. Now, we're on the beach. We get a lot of it anyway, but you can always use more. It's so good for your immune system. It's so good for your overall health. So that is athleticgreens.com slash sandcast. That's where you will find our partner deal. So I cannot encourage you enough to pick up some athletic greens today. 
If you love the podcast and want to show how much you love the podcast, then get some Sandcast merchandise. We've got t-shirts, we've got tank tops, we've got coffee mugs, hats, long sleeves, sweatshirts, backpacks, you name it. If you go to sandcastmerch.com, you can find virtually anything you want. And if there's nothing in our store that you don't, that you want, you can just send us an email and we'll make it for you. That's how easy it is. So if you want to rock your the merch of your favorite podcast today, tomorrow, whenever you want to get it, go to sandcastmerch.com and start rocking some Sandcast apparel. Looking for a book to read? Well, I know the absolute perfect one. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you are obviously a volleyball fan of some sort, be it indoors or beach volleyball. And that means that you have probably heard of a guy named Ken Steffes. And if you haven't, well, you can flip open our book, Kings of Summer. You can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, anywhere books are sold. You can find our book, Kings of Summer, The Rise of Beach Volleyball. Now, Ken, he didn't do interviews for like 20 years after his retirement when he was 30. He's the most dominant beach volleyball player of all all time. He won more than half the tournaments he played. He won the 1996 Olympic gold medal with Karch Karai, and we wrote all about it. We had the first inside look of the rise of beach volleyball from the first professional tournament in 1976 up until those 1996 Atlanta games, the first that beach volleyball was in the Olympics. I had an absolute blast working on this book with Kent, and Kent had a blast writing on it. He's been writing a ton on Facebook. He is back in the beach volleyball game, and the best, I mean, it's honestly... You know, it's the work that I'm probably more proud of than anything that I've done because it, it had interviews from all the greats. It had St. John Smith, it had Karch Karai, it's got Randy, Dodd, Hovland, and then Kent's there the whole time, his voice going in and out and writing it with me. And if you're a fan of old school beach volleyball, if you're a fan of beach volleyball at all, if you're a fan of volleyball or the Olympics or just stories of greatness, that is the one for you. So go ahead, go to Amazon and pick up a copy of Kings of Summer today. I felt Are we bad. there yet? Man, Are we watching, all the way there yet? <laughs> like, yeah. what? Watching Julia Skulls and Betsy play Sponsel and uh, Therese. Julia got called like four or five times oh, on a lift. Really? And they were all, like, they came out perfect. But Julia, it's tough because she has that really wide, like when mm. she's going handset, she gets really wide. And she I'm takes like, it pretty low too, She right? takes it pretty low and slow. And <clears throat> I've noticed now there's a consistent pattern among the refs themselves. Where some refs are quick on the trigger, yeah. And I see if I it's the I think it's the Puerto Rican ref. I'm like Julia, watch out. Yeah, don't be <laughs> quick. Spe- speed it up. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I noticed too. Like, I have never gotten called when if I take it really low and I like feel it low, I'm like, oh, and I just let it go and get my hands off it <laughs> yeah. without don't follow through at all, and they don't call it. Yeah. So it's literally like hand time with your hands on the ball. It- <laughs> but like if if you catch it in this low let's say by your nose and you follow through all the way through and it's all one direction that should be fine yeah but i don't think it is necessarily like if i only do like keep my hands on it like half that distance then it then they're cool with it yeah Hmm. but if i catch it higher and do it it's okay so that's just my new thing is like if it's deeper just get my hands off of it we have fast hands anyway I guess you only get called on this if you're I, like running off the court. Definitely and... changed over the years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll huck some uh, some crazy ones nowadays. <laughs> oh man, the one you have against where you a, called it, where, <laughs> where it was like pretty bad. Avenger and Arthur. Oh, that one. Yeah, you had one. You had it lined well, that's up. That's because I overran it. A gust or something yeah. brought it back. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then I was like. When it gets over your head here, you know you can't like dish it anymore. So you have to like hope that the flick comes out, <laughs> and it did not. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Definitely wasn't trying to argue that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I overran that so much. Yeah, yeah. How has it been? Just because like building a new team, everything is so fresh. Like, the first time mm-hmm. you've done it in, in a while. Yeah. I mean, really, because you and Trev, like, it was almost accidental that mm-hmm. you guys played together. You yeah. came back. Like, well, Trev, that was a temporary you know? partnership, right? We just played for the last few events of the year. And yeah. it was like, you guys aren't, you and Mayor aren't winning. Mayor's retiring. Let's just play together. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like, here we go, this is our partnership right. kind of moment. It's refreshing. I, I just think, well, like what I said the whole time, is like, change is difficult but fun. Yeah, you know, changing yep. things up no matter who it is. If it's your best friend with you, 
hanging out with the same person all the time can get a little boring, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, having a new presence, energy around, um, came like likes the the style of work that I like to put in. Like I didn't I didn't even realize that is so similar. Like we mm-hmm. both like to get after it. Like Mikkel's is like right up both our alley. Um, like we've never, I've never like suggested something like, don't you think we should do this? And he's been like, no, I'm good. I'm just going <laughs> to chill. Yeah. He's always on board. So I think that's pretty fun for me. And when, when I was at Hayden, obviously he's down for stuff, but he was 45. He's like doing things his way. Mm-hmm. Everything was his way. And then with Trev, he's going to do things a little differently too. And then now he's like, came's like on board with kind of how I go about things. So that's mm-hmm. kind of just fun energy. Yeah. To be around. I just, uh, I like that we've created like a team. We have like, we have kind of a group of, with, with coach, physio. Yeah. Yeah. We've around like us. Six, five or six people who are like legitimately on our team trying mm-hmm. to help us. Like, do what we just do. like, he's all in. He just wants, he's like texting us before every game, just he fired hates, up. He hates our opponents. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's, just <laughs> like, he's, he's, it's just like nice to have that like vibe of like, we're doing this and we're going and we're like, we're going to, we're going to have ups and downs and we're going to just keep, keep at it and keep working. We've, mm-hmm. we've got our, you know, we meet several times a week. We've got our sports psych video. We, we're doing everything. Um, and like a, to me, it's like a, I feel like a pro this year. Like we're doing it like, like how we should be. We're, we're fully in, mm-hmm. like we're doing what we're taking care of everything we need to take care of. And I think, um, it's, it's refreshing for me too. It's like, we're both really accountable, I think. And we like, for example, those first, first two tournaments, it's like, Instead of like, I struggled in the first tournament, straight up, like right after the tournament we met and I was just like, I wasn't there all the way. Like it wasn't, that's, that's on me. I need to sort something out here and figure it out. And I felt quite good in the second tournament. And then like, he didn't feel quite at the level where he's normally at. And so we like, we're, we're addressing issues like immediately rather than being like, oh, like whatever we lost, like we'll just figure out the next time. It's like, it's easy to do that in beach volleyball, just kind of like, oh, whatever, like, you know, move on. Right. And hopefully next time goes better. But instead of, I think it's a sign of a, of good things to come because we, uh, we want to nip it right away, figure it out. Um, and we don't have a problem bringing stuff up like that. Our coaches are cool with it and Leandro and, and then even Mikhail, like he'll bring stuff up. Like what, with the body, like why, why was this not helping you inside out or whatever? And, and so like to have that <clears throat> system is, is pretty cool. And I think long-term that's, that's for us, what's going to pay off. Yeah. And like, like you see with all the best teams in the world, it's not like one team's dominant besides Norway and Sweden now, like there's literally to me, it's two teams. Everyone else is like, I wouldn't be surprised to see any of the other teams drop into the qualifier of an elite 16. Yeah. I'm not even, uh, for, for me, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if any other team had a bad week or, or sorry, had a bad month and yeah. they're in the qualities. George Andre, like, yeah, the other Brazilians. Borman's the Gruder in the quality, right? Yeah. 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 They're pretty gnarly. Samoylaos and Spence can't even get into a tournament like right now. Yeah. They're like um, mid seed in a challenge qualifier. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, it just goes to show how much this Olympic run is going to be about like riding. There's going to be waves. There's going to yeah. be like one month or like a few tournaments where we play amazing other ones where we're figuring right. The first couple we, we've been figuring it out a little bit, which to me, it's a new team and, and we've taken big steps in certain, certain areas between the first and the second tournament even. So, um, we're, we're not happy. We're not, we, like you said, we're like, it was a tough first couple tournaments, but optimism is there for me. Um, and I like the, I like knowing that no matter what happens in the next year and a half, like we are doing the things that we both feel need to be doing. So like win or lose, it's like, to me, it's like, if we win, that's gravy. It's awesome. I'm right. doing the way that I want to do it. It's not going to be like, oh, we lost, but I, and I regret not, not doing this and this and this. It's like, I mean, we're doing everything. I, I feel like that's the way. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think if as soon as we're kind of going off a little bit, it's it's awesome that I have a guy that's bringing you back in if you need it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not we're not going to get lazy. We're not going to, and that's just we have our core set of values, and we work on we work on that kind of stuff with with our sports psych and with um, with our whole team. So it's it's uh, it's exciting for me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's go ahead, try. Well, there's like. Um, when you go all in and you, you figure out like what's the best way that I can go about my business and then you execute on that, it's 
scary because you're like, well, this is the best I got. So like whatever happens, I got to take full ultimate <laughs> account- accountability on. There's no excuses. Yeah. But at the same time, that's super freeing. Just being okay with like, hey, this is me. This is what I got. I'm going all in. I'm willing to admit it. There's not going to be any excuses. I'm going to own every loss and I'm going to own the crap out of every win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's freeing, but it's yeah. kind of a scary thing to do. And I think naturally sometimes people can create those buffers for themselves so that there's excuses built in in -hmm. case things go wrong and we're both kind of just okay with like screw it if we're gonna fail we're gonna fail big real big Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and i don't know that's a little dramatic but um it, it it feels more freeing actually after you have all that stuff in place yeah yeah it is because you'll never like it's not like you're going to look back at La Paz and be like, "Damn it!" You know, if we would have trained a little harder, like you trained, like you right. did everything yeah. you needed to do. Whereas, I look back at you know, like a Miami where with the kid coming and everything, it was like mm. half training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like, well, I'm gonna after Miami, I'm not gonna compete for like two months. So yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. and then we just bomb out <laughs> first round of the qualifier. Yeah. Maybe I probably should have taken that more serious. <laughs> yeah. What's harder, like in in the in the long run, looking back and wondering what you could have done right. or looking back and be like, cool, that's what I had. Yeah. You know, I think it's going to be a lot easier to just look back and be like, I'm good. Yeah. I put my, I played. Yeah. That's where I was yeah. at. There's no what I'm going to walk away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why I loved when we were chatting with uh, Julia Scholes. Mm. She goes, I'm going to try to make the Olympics and I'm going to try my hardest, but if I don't make it and I know my try my hardest and right. cool, that's right. as yeah. high as I got. That's right. as good as yeah. I can be. Yeah. There, like there is a freeing piece to that. Totally. We've probably all had that feeling where I for sure have, where it's like you lose a tournament or you, you come up short and you have like what you just said, like, what if I would have trained harder? What if, and that's to me the way worse feeling than losing. Oh, it's terrible. It's right. like you lose and then you, you're like, man, I should have trained harder. I should have taken care of my shoulder. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wasn't doing my physio. I wasn't doing this and that. Like that to me is, is like, the worst feeling they as both, an athlete they both hurt like, that's, yeah. that's, they both hurt <clears throat> extremely bad because when you try so hard and you're like really that's all i got and we just got dead last like what but one of them has a sense of like embarrassment to it like when you're having that conversation between you and you mm-hmm. you're like i'm kind of ashamed that i didn't at least for me i was like yeah i let myself down a little whereas if you lose you're like that's embarrassing like I, that's not where i think that i'm at or where we're at but I'm good with me. Like I'm, I have no no blame on myself or no, no regrets. So it's just different in different way. I don't know. Well, at the end of the day, both your, your opinion of suffer. yourself is the only thing that matters. You're gonna suffer with <laughs> losses though in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. <Right. Good. Yeah. laughs> that's like, what we want. Right? So if you're at peace with your effort, that's really. I mean, yeah, totally. 100%. you'll sleep at night on that. Right, and <laughs> yep. sleep is important throughout a season. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> The most important. You were about, yeah. about to find that out, man. That's friend. why we take. That's, really, yeah. that's why we take these new um, sleep. Uh, well, <laughs> these, what, what uh, do we got? Since here? you brought it uh, up, let me no. just. Uh, what's on my head? That's here? why we have blocks. Uh, blocks Nutrition. No, we I just, do. Uh, we're actually official with them starting uh, tomorrow, or sorry, April first. Nice. I mean, we've signed. This but, oh, we weren't, our we weren't official before April that. 1st. I didn't. Even know I mean, that. we are. We've been taking their products for about a month. But yeah, what do we have in here? Super cool. Um, like, I mean, I've always, we, we all know we've all, most of us are all on top of our supplements and that whole game, like we want everything catered to ourselves. And this year, Kamer, um, had a contact and we partnered up with this company blocks where that's literally what they do is they cater supplements to the individuals. And, uh, so for me, it was like, okay, well, let's see what supplements they have. Oh, everything I take plus more. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. amazing. All and then, and then we have one of the guys, one of the co-founders who's a scientist, and he, like, breaks down our body fat. What was it? Body fat composition test to oh, see. Blood, blood test. Like what blood he work? needs. Yeah, he oh, looked at the, bo- the blood work. See what I need. See what he needs based on our body compositions. And, but the company actually does that for the everyday person as well by doing like these online quizzes yeah. and they build like the supplement plan for you. Um, so it's, it's pretty rad. Like for an athlete, like this is huge for us to have this, not just like the expenses of buying all these supplements. Right. That's pretty big too. But um, 
like having the right stuff at the right times and we're breaking ourselves down so often traveling like traveling that's the biggest thing right like when you're at home eating right and eating everything's perfect okay you, you don't need to supplement quite as much but when you're traveling and like breaking yourself down and mm-hmm. switching time zones that's when the supplementing comes in huge and mm-hmm. it already has and we've only gone we haven't even broken our time zone really besides miami and i'm already just like wow this is this is major totally i loved uh, the part the guy's names are phil and nick um, yeah kind of <laughs> perfect so phil phil's the scientist and he uh we go go to san diego and we get like all our blood tests and our he, all of our body composition, but like yeah. he's talking in a different language to us and like <laughs> looking at like the composition of the body. And he's just like, well, this, there's like an imbalance between like your comp composition of this part of your body, like your hip compared to like your bicep. Dude, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. that because there's a discrepancy here. He's like, I automatically already know you need more magnesium in your diet. And maybe it's not, I don't know what it is. From a fat fold test. From a fat fold test. So he's like, so <laughs> yeah. he's adding that into my, into my diet. And then, and then, like, there's a whole list of things. Yeah. Um, I've got a pretty, you know, strict thing I'm doing now. But it's uh, it's next level stuff, and uh, I love it. I think, like, I've already been on it for a month, and I haven't, I've honestly slept better this last month. Like, my body, he's like, because that'll, if you're balancing everything out, you'll be able to sleep better, and everything kind of, yeah, all your whole, your body works together, right? And it's it's been obvious to me that's already kind of helping me energy levels, sleep, and all that stuff. Anyways, yeah. We'll so, pretty I mean, right think now. about like what we were saying earlier. Like we tried to put together the most professional team, like the ideal team we could possibly do, and this kind of just fell in our lap too. Mm-hmm, so now mm-hmm. we have, I mean, I guess you could say nutritionist slash supplementist. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> supplement scientist in your pocket, <laughs> and we have our pocket drug dealers. <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, my point being, like, we're really checking all the boxes. Like, what excuses do we have after having this kind of team around us? Yeah, know? totally. And traveling together for the first time is always an experience too. Yeah, we're just like you spend time. I'm afraid I've been a little together. bit luggage. Like, he's learning how slow I am. With all the, uh, <laughs> he's on Hawaii time. The team manager he's walking slow. <laughs> Where are we? I'm like, try is this really how fast you walk? <laughs> like, this is your speed. We go like three miles per hour faster. Like we're like our game starts. Hey, in we're mindful minutes. walking, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good for me. It slows me down a little bit. And I love the Hawaii lifestyle. So it's like. Yeah, I but tried. Yeah. To, I haven't been on top of the shuttles and hotels and stuff. I feel a little bad about that so far because he's he's just so on it. I'm, I'm team yeah, mom so for sure. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's like I, someone's got to do. Everyone knows it. their role. It. That's yeah. part of building a new team is knowing what everyone's role yeah. is. And you're the shuttle. You're probably the practice setup guy. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, we try to make our coach do a lot of a lot of that what stuff. Coach, <laughs> he didn't come on the road. Leandro, Leandro was in Miami. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He'll be, yeah, he'll be getting out there soon, hopefully. But yeah, we'll see. It's, uh, coaches are huge, but you guys on your own in Itapema? Yeah, yeah. We're not bringing our Brazilian to. Brazil. I know. I was like, damn. He's still got to The green card's got to come through. Yeah. Damn. If the green card people are listening. Please <laughs> send that. He's good. <laughs> expedite that now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so you guys, are, you're doing Itapema, flying back. For New Orleans? Yeah. And then flying back to Uberlandia? Yeah, I was just talking with Trev about it today. I didn't realize how many teams are going to be missing. Five, New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that are playing. Like all the top five besides us. I think the only international, quote-unquote, international team. Tim and Kyle will be there? Tim and Kyle, they're in New Orleans. Evan and Logie are staying. Mm, They have to, right? Lila and Paul. Yeah, that's where like all Evan's sponsors are. I think Avery. Okay. Oh, that's right, yeah. Phil and Avery. Yeah. And then Troy with Billy Allen. Oh, yeah. Oh. Be a fun team. Yeah, yeah well, be yeah. good. It's fun. I think Troy's just going to like play with someone new. Yeah. Every tournament. <laughs> yeah. That's like, a, it's like, oh, that tournament's easier. But for me, when I heard that, I was like, damn, that's a lot more pressure now. <laughs> like we're clearly the one seed there. <laughs> yeah. But that'll be perfect. Good. It'll be fun to play that's ABC, we though. Up for. I've never played NOLA either. Oh, really? And I've heard a lot about Coconut Creek, and I think I'm bringing Coconut sunshine Beach. this Coconut year. Coconut Creek. <laughs> Coconut Creek's Florida, creek. right? Oh, Coconut. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing this creek. <laughs> Literally, you just drink the water in the creek, right? Sorry. Well, if people. it rains enough, there are little creeks that See? will run through Coconut Beach. Every time, <laughs> every year when I'm not there, I look at photos, and it just looks like a creek. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it'll be fun. Coconut Beach, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. You've played, you played New Orleans, no? Huh? No, you're both of them. 
It's it's a fun spot. I haven't played been here for uh, a few years, right? I've played bachelor party on the uh, what do you call that street? Bourbon. Oh, bourbon. I've played that. That's a fun game to play. That was fun. Bachelor party on bourbon well, street. Yeah. <laughs> Hand grenades. <laughs> Pouring things into people's mouths off the balcony. That's the one thing. <laughs> yeah. I remember. Like, wow, that was crazy. Yeah, that's some serious travel though. Brazil, yeah, yeah. Brazil. Well, there's like yeah. a week. Then you have like there's a like some time gap. in between. Yeah, so it's like we could have been. Otherwise, it's like an entire month in Brazil. Yeah, um, which which would have been cool, but I think it's important for us to get on the AVP. Yeah, it's important for us to like mix it up a little. Plus, we got kids, and it's uh, there's a lot of there's a long season. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of challengers. There's going to be a lot of good opportunities to compete. And uh, talking to our coach, he thought this was the best plan. And yeah, we're going to trust what we're we're trusting what we're doing and going with it. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot of travel, but it's also having a whole month gone in the beginning of the year that's a that takes a little drains you a little yeah being gone for a whole month and the travel definitely drains you too but um we're gonna be able to be home for a few days after itapama then a few days after new orleans so having that broken up being able to see our especially with kids yeah um Mm -hmm. i just think mentally that's gonna be nice for us Mm -hmm. Uh, even though we're gonna be jet lagged the whole time uh, not too bad though. Brazil is just yeah, that's it's weird five, because five hours, it's like so far south, but it's just like just a little bit over. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's further than hours. it's even it's an hour past East Coast time. Is it? Maybe not eight to Pema, but yeah, like Rio is okay. Because when I was weird? in to Pema, I think it was east, but I don't know where we were yeah. on daylight savings. Yeah, so eight so. to Pema is probably could probably be um, East Coast time, but yeah. when you picture it, when I picture it, I think of Brazil being like maybe like in the middle of America, like right. equivalent. Hmm. But like Rio is like, yeah, an hour, it's like four hours, I guess. Yeah. That's I mean, not e- bad. Easier though. than going to like Doha. So. Yeah, that's the worst. If you were like Doha, 10? New Orleans, Doha, it's like, dang. Doha's what, 10 or 11? It's maybe something 12? big, yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. It's a long flight. No, that would not, not have, we wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I don't think we would have gone for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. That'd be tough. Yeah, and I'm also bringing the family to New Orleans. So nice. for me, like rather than being gone for a month, now I'm with my family half that month. Yeah. I'm like that's a big difference to start off a year. Like we're yeah. probably going to have to go on a little month longer at some point, but well, in like June things are going to get pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. But like health-wise too, like we need to make sure that we're like taking care of ourselves and we're not like the young super young team on tour anymore. Yeah, totally. So we're like we need to make sure we're with our team and like we we find a lot of value in and being around and getting stronger and yeah, if that means we got to travel a little bit more here and there, I think it's better overall for for the health. It is weird that we like jumped straight to the top of like with all the teams that left the last two years, we're just boom oldest. Yeah, oldest <laughs> yeah. team is Theo older than you? Actually, they're they're older than us. I think Theo right. and Trev. Yeah, Theo's a year older than me. Okay, yeah, Trev's like three months younger than me. Oh, so we've got him easy. <laughs> we're the youngins. <laughs> Dude, it's so but funny. But it's weird being the like the old veterans now. I all, still look like, at you as like the up and coming blocker. <laughs> That's how I looked at myself until recently. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Nope. I'm and not now I'm guy. looking it's at crazy it. crazy how that happens. Especially after watching you guys play Sweden. I was like, oh, you should have seen Man, Tri looks like a grown man. I had that <laughs> same thought yeah. uh, warming up. Warming yeah. up, they're just like bouncing <laughs> balls. <laughs> I was like, like, okay, when's okay, this knee going to get going here? <laughs> yeah. And like, they're just running everywhere, just, yachting balls. <laughs> it's like classic. Like, they're just, we're like, I'm just like, whoa, these guys look amazing in the warm ups. And then <laughs> yeah. we start, we're just like, boom, point, point. We're up 12 8. And yeah. Obviously, they beat us and played awesome, but like, Warm up still. No, they didn't play that. Yeah. <laughs> but man, after. No, I beat us, actually. <laughs> after Sweden won their semifinal, because they'd played a lot of matches. You know, they played in the past, came over, played a lot of matches, got to the semifinal. I figured, like, most athletes post match interviews are like, yeah, like, we played good. Glad we got out of there. And Amon's like, yeah, when can we play again? And we're Dude, like, it Delaney looks, was like, he looks like that. Whoa. He looks like he loves being out there. Yeah. Just like, send me over here. Ah, this is great like jesus christ the red bull sponsorship is yeah (laughs) (laughs) they are drinking it (laughs) dude like i'm wondering that team uh, we should keep track obviously they started when they were 19 like hardcore jump setting every ball yeah I'm wondering how long they're gonna last before their jump jump count like they're gonna be at double of everyone yeah so it's like are they gonna get to 28 and be like i'm done or are they going to play until they're like... Dude, and I even 30s. took two years off from like 28 to 30. Yeah. 
Because <clears throat> you we look only at have so um, many jumps in ourselves. Everybody only has yeah. so many. Because I look yeah, at well, uh, some people have a lot more jumps. Yeah, well, I, I was thinking about LeBron Cantor. James. Like, yeah. he's still dropping like thirty. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. averaging. Freaking but insane. Basketball players hardly ever max jump though. Those are mostly like fifty to sixty percenters. Where right. every block yeah, you is a max jump. Max like yeah. Helvig is max jumping what do you, every time. What do you think that they're jump setting? Do you think they're max jumping every time? Or do you think it's like an eighty percent? Oh, I, I wouldn't say that. It's hard max. to. I think but it's Amon, also like you're jumping, floating in the air, and then you're using like it's like a lot of energy. I think Aman is close to maxing. Yeah, Helvig is I think a little bit more controlled. Yeah, but Aman like when he's hitting it, I'm like, I mean that is got a, a big jump. Holy cow! Yeah, he flies. Like to to option from the right side and consistently just like hit sharp angle the yeah. other way. Is like nobody digs that because they're like, I don't think you can do that. And then, like, I have to literally sit on the line to get you. That's right. But you're coming yeah. from the right side. Yeah. It's like, how is his shoulder going to not yeah. fall off at some yeah. point, too? And I think <laughs> it's crazy. I, I, I love watching other teams try to do it. Like, yeah. a lot of other right siders yeah. now trying to do that. Like, we need like to do you this. can't out Sweden, Sweden. No, like, don't no. fall into the trap. Don't try yeah. the pokey sets and all that. Yeah. I'm like like a bunch of teams out here. I'm practicing. They're running all these jump sets, and I'm like, "You're setting yeah, out Sean probably Cook. like sixty percent, you know, normal, just straight up and down setting, and you bring it down by about forty percent when you're trying that stuff. Yeah. You're making errors, but it looks awesome when yeah, it works. One time. <laughs> but it's still worth one. Yeah, but you need the. I want to know what I want to know is like Razzie, their coach. Yeah, who like invented this basically? I think. Yeah. Like what? What was the? I kind of want to just know, like, pick his brain someday, like, what the inspiration was and, like, when that happened and, like, how long they've been training this. Yeah. To, like, literally be this, like, this good at passing and then setting to, like, literally, like, every pass has to be to this part of the court and then the jumps, like, the way the timing. Like, you cannot teach another team that's been playing beach volleyball to do what they're doing. It's right. impossible. I mean, especially older guys, but, like, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah. How long it's, did it take to develop foundation. these guys into this? Yeah. It's, like, do you need to start doing this when you're 14 so you right. can actually do it? Like it's crazy. Yeah, and you, I think you need to have a, a certain coordination and skill set to yeah. be able to do it. Like some things you can't, an athletic ability you can't really teach because yeah. yeah. their coordination and body control and awareness is. Yeah, it's just it's they have that sixth sense with themselves. Well, it's like it's just the timing thing. You're, you're timing to set a ball or you're timing to hit a ball. Those are two different things. Yeah. But then you take like even an indoor setter, like people. People can set balls, but you go indoors and the ball the ball's getting passed literally overpasses and these guys are setting that, like flicking it around. Mm-hmm. Not just any player can go do that. It's like a particular timing that comes with it. Yeah. So now if you have built up years and years of reps, like you're gonna completely change your hitting timing to be a jump setter and all that. But this is just their foundational this is just what they do. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. their timing is for jump setting period and yeah i just don't at some point in your career it's not worth trying to backtrack and like right. figure that out yeah. but i do think the ne- adapt a little bit in but- 10 years you know it's not going to be a big deal at all like, right. i remember i did one jump set where i got the guy to bite in stavanger got hiding nobody up and i posted it on instagram i was like stoked i was like that was dope yeah you know it was like a big deal worthy of posting now it would be embarrassing if I post that same <laughs> thing where Hayden just kind of slapped it down. Yeah, like, look at that jump set. <laughs> yeah, but um, it was like sweet back then. We did so we had that uh, fan question episode where someone said who invented jump setting, and so we need to do our uh, giveaway. By the way, but we got I got probably twenty to thirty messages. These Australian brothers. I don't know if you get the Slack 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 brothers Slack Slackers. Slack, yeah, yeah, I remember Something that. Like slack, that. Slack, or it was like or uh, slack. two. Was it brothers or was it? I think brothers. The, the Australians used to always do it too. Yeah, like they tried to right. make that a thing. Well, they, they were, were doing so that crazy like spread. way different system, spread system. Yeah. yeah, but as far as I can tell, that they were the ones who invented it because that was the earliest like clip making that, that an offense yeah that was the earliest because we asked our listeners to send us the earliest clip they could find huh. and probably about 30 people sent me the same clip of these australian brothers but oh. were they yeah. side setting though or were they just facing like most it was pretty straightforward well, right you weren't so allowed like to side set when they yeah, yeah quite as when much. they were doing it i remember mm-hmm. playing them back in like 2013 14 those years and they would it was easy to tell when they weren't hitting 
Yeah. It was kind of easier. And then they would just make a lot of errors. Yeah. And then they would have one tournament where they went off. And I, I, yeah. I was like, what? They're amazing. And then they didn't have the consistency, in my opinion. I mean. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they, that is true. That was kind of. Did, did, did Kappa McHugh do that? Yeah, they did bit? it too. Like a lot of them used to do it. And the Australian still jumps at a decent amount. But. Yeah. I but think, yeah. The timing right. and the. Yeah, the deceivingness of it is uncomparable. Yeah, the deception. Miles Partain is the only one I think who comes close to that, having that deception. He, do he holds it, holds it, holds it, and then on his way down, he just flicks. But he's it. a lefty, which helps because yeah. he doesn't have to do the and side a, set as right. much either. And right? an indoor setter, and so an indoor this is setter. What he but like, does. right? But he grew up doing this too. Exactly. Like he's yeah. a beach player since he was a kid, so it's yeah. like for him, it was natural, natural to do this. I, yeah. I agree that he's he's on that. He's level. on the Sweden on that Sweden level. style level, yeah, for sure. But I think there's the only three. Every time yeah. I'm watching someone else jump set, I can, like, yeah. ah. And it was pretty easy to, to yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah. I mean, to be a right side, a right-handed right side in jump setting like that and having that option is, like, it's, it's mind-blowing <laughs> yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil, I saw Phil do a jump set in Miami, maybe? Did, Did he? you see that? No. It was on, it was, I think it was on Troy's Instagram. He, okay. he was trying to get him to jump set or something. <laughs> Phil was like, <laughs> just awkward. It was like he was up and then he, as he's like landing, he like sets it and, and then Troy puts it away. But it was like, it just looked funny. He talked like, to Phil and he's like, I'm so glad I'm retired with all these jump setters. And it's true. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the game we were just talking about today, the game is completely going away from these big dominant blockers who just set up well, which is the epitome of Phil Balhaj. Not yeah. that he would. He wouldn't be good anyway. He would yeah. be. But he was the best at lining up and just pressing on you. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that anymore. You have to, it's who's going to be the, mo- the biggest, but also moving laterally as well. Yeah. So the average like top blocker, in my opinion, actually just like dropped down an inch, which is yeah, cool for, sure. for me. I like that. It's, yeah. it's a lot more work. It's, like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the up and down of the NBA. Yeah. Where you had like the Shaquille O'Neal totally. era where it just went bigger and bigger and mm-hmm. bigger and you just mm-hmm. had these monsters in the paint and then people started shooting threes and right. you had yeah. these like stretch fours. Yeah. And now you got seven foot point guards and Giannis. Now we got big defenders, right? Yeah. Where yeah. you have a taller defender than the blocker. Yeah. In some teams. Yeah. It's like this unicorn era. Yeah, you're what, you're <laughs> the same height as me? Yeah, we're both the same, yeah. Yeah. Like six five ish? Yeah. Yeah. Six five. It's it's fun to watch the world just it adapts. Totally. Yeah. It goes big. Let's go fast. It goes so fast. Get, now you need more ball control because this is happening. Serving is changing, so you need to be able to pass the ball, and so the big guys are starting to get. Yeah, I actually feel it's, like it's uh, moving, in some ways, moving back for me personally, like a little more towards what I would be better at in some ways because yeah. it's getting to the smaller blocker. <laughs> right. Well, you and Hayden side out ways. I don't know. You and Hayden were kind of running that offense where you're like that's true. We were pretty fast plays. Did, did, did. Yeah, we did some. And fast you stuff. were kind of one of the first teams to to really like Hayden was one of the first players to really. Yeah, I, I didn't really do it to run all that stuff. Yeah, I didn't make him shoot me, um, but like yeah, the option I was always just loaded. But he was just always ready to be like really the right. most efficient way to score possible. Exactly. So yeah. It's like, I'm going to make it, you you do it, so I don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like he's like, you can just like, see he didn't want to be the one. block <laughs> and hit it on two. Yeah. I'm a little gassed here. Can you just <laughs> chip one down? Yeah. <laughs> cut shot, I'm not going to, I'm only going to option you if it's if I'm digging a cut shot. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if there's a cutty and I know he's supposed to be on it, I'm just landing like, yeah. just ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many swings but I have left in this I've shoulder. never seen anyone so accurate with it. It's yeah. insane. Like I probably, like I just expected Trevor to be able to do it. I was just like, I'm here. And he's like, no, I'm just like, pass it high, set me. Yeah. Like, okay, but I'm here. I'm ready. <laughs> like, That's actually a really small window. I just didn't realize for how much people give Hayden crap for his bump setting uh, location, like his trans bump setting is better than anyone. Yeah. And soft block bump setting. Soft yeah, block. He's, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he knows where to That's where Amon throw it. is unbelievable, oh, too. Yeah, his soft block setting, is, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're like in system. It's like soft block, shoot to the pin. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Whoa, okay. Jeez. Oh, That's another one of those smaller teams that's not like, that just, their ball control has gotten so much better and yeah. they move the ball around and it's like, that's the kind of, that's the way it's going. It's, yeah. yeah. Which I think it's, I mean, it's trending well for you guys, but that was my alarm. Yeah. 538. Yeah, I got some treatment. Nice. I had to sign up for last second. Get some needles in my neck. Keep the boys healthy. Sounds You great. guys leave in, what, three days? Yeah, we leave on Monday. Monday, Friday, Thursday. It's Thursday. 
Yeah, we got a few more days. A few more days, get a little healthier, stronger, and there you go. Ready to do some damage there at Tapima. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Buddy. Third time going there. Huh? Nice. It's a fun place to play. It nice is. Playing I, there, actually. I love Brazil. Have fun down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is awesome. Get some acai when we land. Dude, I know. There you go. I wish we were in Rio. Get some waves. That's well, some of the best oh, waves I've Sac- had. Sakurima's in Rio, right? Sakurima's the one. Oh. We got our layered board shorts now. So actually wearing board shorts. When we were with Legends, it was like the scruffy pants. Yeah. So you, you can't go in the ocean. You can't body surf in them. Yeah. Now we got like legit built to surf apparel, yeah. which I'm stoked about. Turns out. Thank it, you, Kane, for uh, <laughs> bringing me on board yeah. on that one. Turns out when you're wearing layered board shorts, it doesn't make you a good surfer automatically. <laughs> we tried that in I learned that the hard way. You almost drowned. I almost basically tried taking me out surfing in, when we were in Hawaii doing a little yeah. pre, pre-training camp. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he just basically carried me. We went so far out, and he carried me at, at Outrigger Club. Yeah. And, and Granted, uh, it was like the third workout dude, of the day. We had been working yeah, out. I was like, let's day. just go get you on. Yeah. My shoulders, paddle all the way on. My shoulders are just completely dead. And I'm like <laughs> trying to get up on these waves. And I got up for the first time in my life. But it's like, try just fully like lifting, li- mm-hmm. lifting the board, just like, all just this throwing like, into it. Go. And I'm like, whoa, I got speed. And then I stood up and I was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> like that probably looked amazing. It was probably like the worst run ever. People were like, who is that guy? That part was good. But the part where the, I was like, ooh, yeah, I kind of got you in the impact zone here. You're just going to have to take just, these on just, the head. Yeah. And then like, he was so tired at one point. He just kind of like, was above and it just kind of seemed like he let himself go under. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I was like, a few, I was Bye. just sitting on my board above him, just like, mm, give you three seconds to pop back up before I grab you. <laughs> He's like, I'm, he? I'm good. Is and he coming? Crawls back up on Dude, the board. That was gnarly. Dude, I'm excited to get him in uh, Laird the and Gabby's workouts. Pool Hell yeah. How yeah. That goes. yeah. I know. We've been trying to set that up. That's going to happen. They're fun workouts. I know. Yeah. yeah. But it's gonna be funny with like non, because you were at least a swimmer, right? Yeah, like I'm really comfortable. Okay, with water. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> terrible at water. I'm water person. No, I'm. I'm hoping it could be hilarious. I just make sure I bring. Just a like camera. puts the weight. They strap the weight on me. I just go down the first time. And then everyone, I never came uh, up. Uh, Laird, <laughs> go get him. Go get him. Did, off the ramp. A, did he sign the waiver or no? <laughs> Laird, uh, I kind of need that guy. Can you go get him? Yeah. <laughs> Laird will be stoked. He's just at the bottom, like he'll just foil his way somehow. Foil <laughs> yeah. down somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's foiling in his pool. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. Right on. Love it. That was Try fun. Try Go get healthy. Go kick ass and eat to Pema, boys. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, That's sir. Yeah, See first, you next year. First time as a team. Actually, yeah. I'm probably going to be a regular here now. Yeah, so. you'll be on a lot now. Yeah. I'll just be an extra. Every time you guys win, so hopefully a lot. All right, we'll yeah, see you in a couple weeks. See you in a couple weeks. Let's Ooh, go. like that. Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.